Hey everyone, Bob WP here. We're back with Do The Woo episode 84. I am a co-hostless. I don't even know if that's a word, but I am. There's no co-host with me today because of a um, personal conflict, but hey, you know, the beauty about this is that don't stop the podcast because you don't have to worry about it being all Bob WP now. It's like, oh, no, I still got a great guest. So we got that guest to basically act as both a co-host and a guest, which he didn't really expect. But and yeah, just go with the flow. Have a great conversation. We have a very, very cool guest. Lots of experience, wide range in his background. But before I get into that, I'd like to thank our community sponsors, WooCommerce.com. And one of the things I wanted just to mention about WooCommerce that you may not know, or you may know that they have this resource kind of buried on their site called Customer Showcase. And essentially, that is the chance for people to put their WooCommerce site on there. Now, what does that mean for you as a builder? I like to look at these things as, okay, this isn't something that you just want to ignore. One one thing is, hey, you know, just chance to get some of the work you do on the site. And secondly, how many times have you had to convince a client into WooCommerce? And what better way than saying, hey, did you know so-and-so's on WooCommerce? Did you know that AeroPress, the better coffee press, is on WooCommerce? It's a great way to you know look at some of the uh, industries that maybe your potential client is in and say, yeah, look at these. These are these are big sites. They're running right WooCommerce. So so keep that as a resource. It's under the uh, community tab on WooCommerce.com. And of course, our second community sponsor is PayPal. And I've been talking about that for some time. Their pay, um, excuse me, their buy now, pay later solutions. And, you know, it's kind of gotten down to the point where I'm thinking, okay, you as a builder, you have a lot of clients, you have them using PayPal. I mean, chances are they have PayPal on there. And it's just a nice way to make you shine a bit, you know, whether you're an existing client, whether it's a new client to say, you know, this might work with your product, depending on the product, but giving them the option to tell their, their own clients, Hey, get more customers, you know, offer the pay and for it's no risk to you, the store owner, it's no risk to them. So yeah, do check it out. And there'll be more about that later in the show. But I want to dive into the show and I don't have to babble with my co-host any. So I'm going to babble with my guest instead. Robert Jacoby, welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you, Bob. Great pleasure to be here. If I knew I was doing double duty, I would have asked for twice as much pay. Yeah, I know. That's it. That's why I always surprise <laughs> people because I'm, I'm, I, I don't pay anything. So um, just with glad tidings or something, whatever that is. Now, in your background. I want to get into that a bit, but I want to hear, you know, kind of tell us what you do right now and essentially how does WooCommerce play into that at all? Great. Thanks. So uh, what I am involved in is being an industry analyst, strategist, and what I also call a solution ambassador for customers of mine. I look to help guide them, uh, especially in entering open source markets, obviously like WordPress and WooCommerce, how to interact with those communities, uh, everything from the community level to obviously at higher market levels. And I write a blog about all that as well. 
Cool. Yeah. Now you have a diverse background. I mean, I go to your about page and I read it and I just like, whoa, you know, it it is diverse. So give us, you know, in probably a rather large nutshell, a, a bit of that background and what paths led you to WordPress and ultimately how even WooCommerce played played a part in that along the way. So uh, we do actually have to go all the way back to the 1990s. Oh, my God. And uh, (laughs) 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 you remember the the 90s, Bob, don't you? Yeah, I do very well, very well. (laughs) One of my first first career opportunities was working at a learning management solutions company. We provided training for your day-to-day products at the time. So Microsoft Office, specifically Lotus Notes, variations of windows and these were cd-rom based products with some development tools that put that all together i wound up being in charge of putting together the sort of learning management platform as the internet was you know exploding and we needed to figure out a way to you know provide content to our customers uh, end user tracking all these kinds of things that learning management systems do today so that was sort of that initial foray into management systems of any kind around well actually not even around in 2000 uh, one of the lead developers and i uh, decided to form our own agency uh, called arc technology group and we focused on java-based content management so we would help roll out sort of proprietary content management solutions with our team to you know small medium large enterprise companies. Uh, We worked uh, with companies that supported uh, certainly brands, you know, like McDonald's. A couple years into that, we decided we needed to make a choice on whether we were going to support the software or support the consulting. And that's where we came into the open source source space. Even though we were using Java, which was open source-ish at the time, we, we were thinking we needed something that was a bit more robust, a bit more flexible uh could support the old if our entire company got hit by a bus you know what could you do with the product you know know, our clients customers weren't going to be locked into anything so we actually went with uh the best open source content management solution uh at the time and that was not wordpress it was joomla (laughs) <laughs> and people love that story. Yeah, really. They're waiting for the Whoa, WordPress. That was, uh, yeah, that was it. That was went <laughs> off in a different direction there. <laughs> so uh, we did that for a number of years and got deeply involved in the community and all things open source. And it, it was a wonderful experience. Uh, sort of near the end of that, I actually became the president of Open Source Matters, which for all intents and purposes is the president of Joomla. Uh, serving that role for one year was challenging, Mm. exciting, uh, learned even more about how projects develop, evolve, run, um, heck even half the time, just try to, you know, keep their heads from being underwater. So that, that was great. Uh, after that, I mostly sold off, uh, the agency and began looking at different opportunities. One popped up through someone who I had met in the, uh, on the board of directors at Joomla, and that was Perfect Dashboard. Uh, at the time, product focused on end users to help automatic upgrading, updating of both Joomla and WordPress sites. So that was really that 
first deep dive into WordPress was really, so now we're talking about four years ago, three to four years ago. That's got to be four years ago. I keep forgetting about 2020. Yes, that is a year and we're at the end of it. (laughs) So that was about four years ago. And uh, we were able to be acquired at the beginning of 2019 by WP Engine. So that was fantastic. And if you're using WP Engine's auto-updating tools, that is actually now being managed by uh, much of the development team that was also a perfect dashboard. So that that, that was a, a cool thing to happen. Mm-hmm. So beginning of 2019 rolls around. What am I going to do? I'm going to figure out something in 2019. And a lot of that just came into speaking, attending word camps, uh, everything from the local ones to WordCamp Europe, you know, obviously uh, WordCamp US and others. Um, part of that also being involved in speaking in, uh, at those events as well as like hosting cons and CloudFest and uh, sort of tangential spaces to actual WordPress. Wow, that's quite a... And, uh, and that brings me here to... Yeah, I was <laughs> going to say, and that, yeah. <laughs> it also requires learning about everything and knowing, you know, oh, we're WooCommerce. So WordPress has this, you know, WooCommerce attached platform. You know, what does that mean? Uh, how's that uh, impacting the community? Are people using it? How are they using it? So a, a lot of this here has been actually a deep dive into understanding WooCommerce. Also because there's, you know, the secret 2021 project that I'm getting out the door that will also utilize WooCommerce. So that's been very instrumental in learning much about what the tool does. Ooh, a secret project. Now, now you got me really curious. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm hoping to get a, a, a glimpse into that secret project secretly sometime. Um, anyway, but, um, so you'll have, you'll have second dibs. Okay. Second dibs. Good, good, good. This episode is brought to you by WooCommerce. You may just be starting your journey as a Woo builder or will into that journey, or perhaps you have WooCommerce talents that you want to bring to a team as you look to make a switch in your career. WooCommerce has several roles open that will likely fit your own goals of growth. You'll be joining the larger automatic team, a diverse and distributed group of individuals with a passion for WordPress, and yes, in many cases, WooCommerce. If you are looking to make that career pivot and love working from home, check out all their positions over on our job listings at dothewoo.io. Trust me, I know the company. I know a lot of the people there. It's a smart move. Thanks to WooCommerce.com and their support as a community sponsor. Now let's head back to the show. So let's go to what you've been doing lately as far as, you know, working with the clients and you're basically, you know, you're the evangelist for them. And they're obviously depending on you to not only get the word out, but probably to embrace and capture all this information out there, bring them back to them and say, hey, you know, have you thought about this? Are you doing this? Obviously, and I know a million of us in the space, maybe there's a million of us, but we've seen this growing interest in WooCommerce over the year for obvious reasons. What what are your clients tending towards more um, new products? Or are they saying, you know, we have this, but we can incorporate it into WooCommerce. We never really thought the focus should be there or not necessarily focus on the product, but it should be a priority. What's, what's kind of been going on with, uh, and you don't have to point out any specific clients, obviously, but just a general feel of what they're thinking and what they're as far as getting into the woo space. Sure. And, and you've actually hit, you know, 
both sides of the coin on that. Uh, there are people with existing products, and I'm happy to name names. I'm sure they won't complain either, uh, that are looking to get into that space and others that are sort of building that new product offering out and what, what that might entail. So on the ones with existing products, those are typically SaaS providers that have just sort of ignored not necessarily intentionally, just the market drove them in other directions initially, uh, other e-commerce platforms. So one of these companies, OmniSend, is an email marketing automation platform. So similar to, well, uh, you know, it's not MailChimp, it's Super MailChimp. Uh, maybe something equitable uh, that everyone knows is Jilt. So something like Jilt would be a, a sort of a similar product line. And they made their claim to fame in the Shopify space. And so th- th- they've sort of strategically tackled different markets one at a time. So first it was Shopify, then it was Magento, then it was Big Commerce, and now it's WooCommerce's turn. So that you know they're waiting for that level of maturity and awareness of of just the platform as a whole and then uh trying to get people who utilize that platform to be aware of them uh as well as understanding the differences in an open source community if you're dealing with shopify or a big commerce well those are very market-driven pretty standard companies no one's freaking out it's everything's very trans transactional what's what's beautiful when What's beautiful and what I really love about open source communities is there's a lot more personal trust and and relationship building that occurs throughout that sort of sales partnership pipeline than I, I would say tr- traditionally happens in more proprietary based companies. So a lot of it is also helping people learn how to engage with the community as a whole because it's not just about here's our solution, you should use it because it's the best. It's about we have a solution that we think is really good and can help, you know, a percentage of people on WooCommerce. Plus, we, we want to give back. We, we you know, we want to be at the, you know, the correct events. We, we want to, you know, uh, send speakers. We, you know, contribute in other ways. And, and that's just a slightly different mindset from a purely transactional business to business uh, connection, I think, and and that's what really keeps me in open source. I, I, it's just, I like doing that. I like to talk to people, I like to be out there, and and I, I find it really uh, rewarding at the end of the day. Mm. On top of you know just the regular, got to pay the bills. Right, and that's interesting because that's I find the same thing, especially in in larger corporations that are uh, looking to get into the space WooCommerce. They come in and their expectations, whether it's through a sponsorship or somebody like you, right away they're going to start um, laying out the metrics. You know what? They start looking at the numbers, and there's there's a real education process there. Of and and numbers are important. I'm not saying you know we're numberless in the WordPress space, but there is those other elements layered on as far as those relationships. Yeah, you can't ignore the metrics. I mean that still matters. Yeah. But, but there is an open source ramp up because a lot of people are in this space, not just for the business aspects. They're, they're, they're in it because they like the product and, and the product is also the community, is also the WordCamps, is also all the podcasts, uh, all the, the, the personalities. It's, it's much more 
than just, you know, running over to the grocery store, you know, picking up a ham. Um, (laughs) You're not in and out. You you know, many of these people are are deeply ingrained in the project and the community. And there, there should definitely be a level of respect allocated to, you know, those kinds of people because they don't want to be spammed. You know, they understand what's going on. They 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 want to they want to have that conversation and and see if you're uh, legitimately bringing something new to the table versus you know all the other spam that you can get. Yeah. Now I want to piggyback on that and maybe even look a little bit in the next year. So on the flip coin of it, you're working with these clients, but you, I know you and I see you everywhere. I mean, sometimes I pop into some meetup. It's like, my God, there's Robert again. Well, you know, he's probably thinking I'm following him around or whatever, but, but I see you. So, you know, that's, that's part of your, what you do and, and you're very good at it. So you're hearing all these different pieces to the puzzle over a vast array of wordpressness, which is not even a word, but it, you know, you're hearing a lot, you know, we're looking at 2021 and kind of what's happened this last year. What are you hearing from just the general space out there around WooCommerce? Are, are you know, a lot of jumping on the bandwagon, a lot of still, you know, oh, do I go WooCommerce? Do I go a platform like Shopify or something like that? What just from your perspective, what are you hearing? I always love it because you're out there with a lot of feelers. Well, I, I got to say that 2020 has definitely, I think, amped up the presence of WooCommerce just because so many people want to get online and there are so many WordPress agencies that you know a, a good go-to is Woo. And, but they're not necessarily fully tech-savvy on WooCommerce. So I... I I think there's been uh, on the agency side a, a big ramp up in just understanding the tech and how it in- integrates uh, well and what are the best practices around WooCommerce because there's a lot of stuff that goes on an e-commerce platform and uh, it's a lot more uh, resource intensive on, on, on labor and cost just to get a, a good shop up. And the trick is not, and this is the discussion that goes on all the time, for especially do-it-yourselfers, uh, solopreneurs, is to you know know your client. If your client is that shop at the end of the you know the street, they probably don't need WooCommerce for what they're doing. And and and, and to have that awareness and not instinctively and reflexively jump to Woo is important to know. Even though you might want to do these projects, so you can also learn and teach yourself how everything works. There's that you know that struggle to keep that client in mind, and there are platforms for very small you know if there's someone selling three things, do they really need to have a WooCommerce shop up? It, no, they don't. You know, Woo is great for being an e-commerce platform, but it's not going to solve all the problems. Uh, yes, Shopify is out there. I mean, you know, look at Wix. Wix is uh, slowly growing out their ability to do. Uh, shopping and e-commerce and building and payment gateways and trying to do a lot of these things that the other providers have done. So there's that awareness, like, do I, I need to make sure I take care of the clients best. So to answer a question from like 10 minutes ago about, you know, we talked about existing people, you know, entering the market with their existing products. I think the new products and a lot of this will happen in 2021. Some of it's already happened in, you know, 2019, 2020 with, uh, the hosting companies figuring out ways to 
more efficiently onboard small to medium-sized businesses. So that's a more you know, do-it-yourself product or for solopreneurs where the agencies can focus on much larger e-commerce opportunities. So we're not going to necessarily see a proprietary solution like Wix, but we're going to see Liquid Web with their WooCommerce onboarding and experiences. We're going to see uh, other hosts, you know, I'm sure hosting companies like Convezio and WP Engine's got to have something in the pipeline. I can't imagine they wouldn't. Uh, you know, we can go on and on mm-hmm. through through all the hosts that are that are figuring out the way, the best way to onboard at you know, sort of different market uh, market points people onto WooCommerce because it makes sense. People are going to do it. The, you know, we, we talk about Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Well, it's 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 been gray November. Everyone's been shopping every day online. There is stuff that I've bought online that I never thought I would because I was like, no, I cannot absolutely do that. Yes, I've been a holdout for things like I'm never going to use Instacart or anything like that. But yeah, I, you know, I guess I can actually do that. And, you know, and, you know, sometimes it's a roll of dice. You're not necessarily going to get what you might get if you were picking out something at the grocery store, but it's close enough and you make do. And I think people are finding ways to make whatever they have today as a solution, a real world, a real life solution, you know, at least accessible somehow online. And, you know, at the end of the day, if the the price points are right, everyone will have a shop Mm -hmm. because if, you know, if you're spending, you know, a hundred bucks a month, say on infrastructure, well, you may only need to sell two things to make up for that infrastructure. You could still have your day job, but you have your store now as well. So why not do that, you know, with your with your blog and, you know, maybe a, a mini woo that uh, takes care of a lot of that uh, of the transactional stuff. I'm just very bullish on a, a lot of the e-commerce solutions and a lot of the SaaS products uh, getting in because the, the, the cost of starting up one of these things is just so much lower so much lower than last, you know, a year ago, and infinitely lower than ten years ago, uh, to just get something rolling. And so many people can do it as a hobby and be successful without having to deal with uh, eBay as their uh, outlet and the lack of trustworthiness and all. Now you can just set up your own shipping with SaaS shipping providers and all the taxes and all this can be SaaS based and it's in you know transactional and relatively inexpensive. Thanks to our sponsor, PayPal. In time for the holiday season, PayPal has launched a new pay later option called Pay in 4. This means that your clients can offer their customers the option to purchase over time in four interest-free payments. This feature is one of two options from PayPal for pay later, with the other being PayPal Credit, which gives store customers more purchasing power through flexible and transparent choices in how and when they pay. The second option is subject to consumer credit approval. So offering these payment options is good business. Did you know that 64% of consumers surveyed say they're more likely to make a purchase at a retailer that offers interest-free payment options? And 56% of consumers that responded agree that they prefer to pay a purchase back in installments rather than use a credit card. Well, this seems like a no-brainer to me. Clients can grow their sales and get paid up front with no additional risk or cost. All you need to do is download the PayPal checkout extension on the Marketplace at WooCommerce.com. Just head on over, click Marketplace, and search for the PayPal checkout. Suggesting that to your clients will certainly open up sales opportunities for them. 
Thanks to PayPal for being a community sponsor for Do The Woo. And now let's head back on over to the conversation. A lot of the agencies we talk with on this podcast, a lot of the products that they've created came out of a need they had for their existing clients. And I wonder if there are more agencies now, and I, I haven't really, I haven't, I'm not behind the scenes hearing this because for an agency, you know, there's that, okay, well, if I start a product, you know, I've got to have support. There's a, you know, there's a lot of things that come with that, but at the same time, it's an added stream of pretty consistent income. So I'm wondering again, if that, this whole, what's grown out of this, this last year, if that's pushing even some agencies starting to think maybe I, it's not so much I need to, you know, even take more WooCommerce website building clients. Instead, maybe it's time to start looking at a product. And I, I wonder if that's opened up some opportunities to these agencies to put another source of revenue in their stream. Well, if you're an agency, the, the ebbs and flows of, of revenue are notorious. And, you know, I did that for almost 20 years and we had, you know, amazing years that could cover three or four other years. <laughs> so, you know, it, of course we had like two recessions in the middle of that time. So that was also entertaining, but, you know, being able to look at, and we always talk about recurring revenue and, you know, how do you build that basin? Cause it's nice to have a floor where you're not necessarily always sweating the bullets about, you know, is my income going to be zero next month? No. I mean, you, you can have a floor and there's, and I think just during this discussion, it's sort of dawned on me a little bit more that uh, the successful agencies of 2021 will figure out how to be uh, sassy. Yeah. So <laughs> that, 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 there's that's a new with yeah, two A's, yeah. two, 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 two A's, two S's, <laughs> and really build that into their workflow and focus on their unique value propositions. So the markets they've already entered into is that regional is that technical is it industry markets, um, you know, specializations, things like that. Yeah. Well, I think you better go and trademark that on um, tagline. That, that sounds like a good one. I like that. You know, you know, write that down. <laughs> yeah. Writing it down as a speak. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say that, that I, I like that one. That's, um, you know, something I'll, I'll, um, you, you trademark that and I can use it and give you all this credit and say, you know, as Robert says, hey. Get sassy. <laughs> it's the year to get sassy. <laughs> right. Uh, I've done a presentation in the past, uh, actually in 2019, talking about the invisible CMS where, again, you focus on your specialties and sort of push the technology backwards. At WordCamp Costa Rica, I had a real-time uh, signer that was so translating from English and then sort of signing in Spanish, if there's a, if that makes sense. And as uh, uh, the, the last slide is, you know, sort of a call to arms about kick some sass. And she stopped signing in the middle of that thinking she may have missed her. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> We make eye contact. I point up to the sign, and she's like, "Oh, okay. <laughs> that's good." <laughs> uh, well, the last thing I want to touch on before we go, and this is, you know, kind of taking a totally different twist out of what we've been talking about, and this maybe looks at 
the next year what's coming up and something I know you're really into is a static WordPress with WooCommerce and what's around the bend. Can you just kind of leave us with some thoughts on that and what you, you know, what you're thinking? Because I think this is going to be something we're going to be talking about on the podcast, I think, for sure, as we move into this new year even more. So it's it's not that big of a leap from what we were just speaking about. Static WordPress sites, by their very definition, don't have dynamic content. WooCommerce does. And I, I'm wondering, and this is you know, speculative ideation, you know, crazy thoughts in my head with too much caffeine, you know, is how, how can WooCommerce become a, a headless JavaScript plugin based tool set for all these static sites? So if you look at, you know, companies like flat sites or Stratic and, you know, the Gatsby products, all the Jamstack stuff, you know, you know, they're trying to move away from having to call databases all the time, but you're going to need that for e-commerce solutions. So uh, it, it's really more of a thought puzzle is how can WooCommerce integrate into this market that's not going to go anywhere. I mean, static sites are, are, are not disappearing. So how can WooCommerce uh, be a player and and available and on top of that? Because there are other SaaS providers already trying to get into that space or, or already making you know inroads like uh, Equid is one. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, how does WooCommerce compete instead of with, you know, Shopify, how does it compete with something like Equid, which is almost like a JavaScript drop-in store? So mm-hmm. curious, you know, what the visions are for that from the development teams, but also how people might, you know, third parties might magically make that happen. Right. And that, that's a, that'd be an interesting topic for my Woo perspective. I was just thinking of that in the new year is to get some people coming in. And, it's it, you know, obviously there aren't solid ideas and people are moving on things, but there's a lot of this, just like you shared, uh, this is what I'm thinking. How can we do this? And I think they'd be um, pulling some of those people that are in that space to really – because I'm sure this like, okay, right now we're not doing it, but in a perfect world kind of situation, it could make for a real interesting discussion that I could sit back and let, let three people just go for it. Yeah. I mean, cause why, why should WooCommerce be limited to WordPress? Why can't you all of a sudden use WooCommerce with some other Jamstack toolkits and why can't it be the best of breed e-commerce platform for XYZ? So I, I think a lot of the stuff is getting intermingled and it's not going to matter much. You know, you're going to have multiple systems interconnected and, you know, why not? Well, um, yeah, this has been, you know, I, I know we could talk on and on and I'm going to have you back. In fact, I know you're going to be on a Woo perspective. We're not quite sure on the topic yet, but that'll be coming in January and that'll be fun. We'll be um, pulling in some of you and a couple other people. and We'll, we'll find something cool to talk about you know i'm looking forward to you can't wait yeah so anyway well excellent um yeah let me just give a quick shout out to my sponsors before we close out here again woocommerce.com you know them you love them you probably why you listen to this podcast and like i said at the beginning of the show they have some you know you just need to spend some time i think especially you know as a builder you get stuck on those development resources and you gotta you know, wade through their site and there's there's probably a lot of hidden gems there that you can use. And then of course PayPal.com. Uh get get on that. Check out their 
uh, buy now, pay later solutions. Uh, you know, I'm going to keep talking about that because I think, you know, with as many people that use PayPal, that's a great option to throw in there. And, you know, again, depending on your product, I know that right now that uh, paying for does not work with recurring automatic subscriptions. But I also know that is in the pipeline. I'm sure they'll be figuring that out. But yeah, there's, there's some opportunity there. And so check out paypal.com, woocommerce.com. And where can people check out Robert Jacoby? Oh, that's easy. Robertjacoby.com. Now, I just got to figure out how to spell it. So Robert's easy. Jacoby is J-A-C-O-B-I. And any any platforms, anything you hang out a lot on where people can reach out to you? Uh, so many meetups. Uh, definitely on, let's say, Post Status uh, Slack, on uh, Big Orange Heart Slack. On, you can always get me on WordPress.org Slack. Um, so those three Slacks are always running around. But uh, you'll you'll catch me at an event at least once a week somewhere. Cool. Well, yeah. At an event and plenty of other places to connect with Robert. So I really appreciate you taking the time to join us today. Thank you so much, Bob. And everyone, do um, yeah, do check us out on your favorite pod platform. Also, coming up next Tuesday, we'll be having a Woo Perspective with three Woo vendors. And we're going to do a post-Black Friday. We're going to see what they prepared for, how it went for them, you know, if they survived it, if they've been... Um, drinking for the last week, all that good stuff. Just see what is going on with with the, some of the woo vendors and how they survived Black Friday. So until next time, do the woo.